Here's a crew perfectly comfortable using Baylor twine as a belt. This is the Midwest Farm Report. Welcome and happy Wednesday, everybody. I'm Charity Seebecker. Happy to be with you this morning. We are officially halfway through the week, everybody. You can stick it out. I know you can. Friday's almost here. Today will be mostly cloudy with a high of 84. Tomorrow will be sunny with a high of 82. And on Friday, it'll be a mix of sunshine and clouds and 81 degrees. Stu Muck, our ag meteorologist, has more weather details coming your way a little later. We also hear from Bill Halfman, UW Extension's beef outreach specialist, on advice for how to care for your pastures in the drought. Pam has a Cephas Group update from Ashley Hewen, and we'll also hear from Ann Scholes, the coordinator for the Dairy Promotion Board, and how the Wisconsin State Fair Dairy Promotion Board raises funds during the fair and where that money goes. These are all things you don't want to miss. Stick around. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. What BioVet does, and where the livestock producer gets their benefit, is our technology helps them with the things that they sometimes don't even know they're missing out on. Not just worrying about animals when they're sick, but trying to keep them as healthy and happy as possible as well. I'm Dr. Bill Zimmer, founder of BioVet. Microbials and nutritional support, that's BioVet. Learn more at bio-vet.com. Here's an idea. How about saying thank you with a Bavaria Sausage gift card? Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee here for Judy and the crew at Bavaria Sausage. Open Monday through Friday, 9 until 5, corner of Nesbitt Road, Fitch Rotor Road in Fitchburg. Online, open 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, BavariaSausage.com. Seriously, stop and think about those people in your life that you'd just like to say thank you. Maybe it's a brand new neighbor. You want to welcome them to Wisconsin. Maybe it's a caregiver. How about maybe that realtor that helped you get your new forever home or the movers that helped you get into the new forever home? You understand what I mean. And remember, with a Bavaria Sausage gift card, literally you can thank people across state lines around the world, and they'll all appreciate and enjoy that real, authentic German old world flavor that you're only going to find at Bavaria Sausage. So say thank you today with a Bavaria Sausage gift card, BavariaSausage.com. The weather and the lack of rain, they're all big concerns for our row crop growers, but our pastures are suffering out there. This is Jill Welke from the northern end of the world's longest barn. I caught up with Bill Halfman. He's UW Extension's Beef Outreach Specialist, and we start out with some advice for taking care of those pastures. And then we go into some tips for the beef herd, keeping it going, and the importance of records. But first, we're going to talk about those pastures. It's important that we watch our pastures and we not overgraze them because the problem is, yes, we're short on feed and, you know, we'd like to get as much as we can out of the pastures. But if we overgraze them, don't let them recuperate. That's extra stress on those plants. Um, it's going to delay their bounce back when we do get some moisture. It could even uh, 
you know impact the long-term survivability of some of the plants out there so really if we're in situations where we've got dry dry weather and really poor regrowth on those pastures we need to um, get those animals off of there you know leave some residue on there don't graze them too short um, and leave them alone we may end up having to feed some hay to, to get by but you know if we got to look at it both short term and long term and long term the consequences of overgrazing the pastures is is pretty uh, significant risk of some problems and some expenses down the road so that's the main thing we want to be looking at now is you know graze if they're grazed down to their usual four inch residual height five inch residual height whatever you're doing there and they're not regrowing back decent enough keep the cattle off of there feed them some hay and things now and and hopefully we'll get some rain and get some regrowth but then when we do get that we're going to have good solid regrowth um, and, and long term we should have less impact on uh, the productivity of those pastures uh, for the long haul. We've talked about just basically one pasture but there are some other methods out there to prolong those pastures. What do you suggest? Well, you know, if folks haven't been uh, adapting some rotational grazing kinds of things, that's a good thing to do. It helps with uh, the robustness of the plant, the durability of the plants when they have that um, time period to, to rest and regrowth and, and rebuild their root system and things like that. A lot of folks, you know, a lot of folks don't necessarily realize when we mow the top of the grass off, it takes the reserves out of the roots to start the regrowth back before they get enough leaf to catch sun. So. That would be one, one thing to look at. Um, we have time here. If there are fields that, um, you know, that it may work to do uh, something in, we could plant some fall oats uh, to get some extra grazing or some extra feed yet this fall. Um, some of those kinds of things. Uh, some folks have some hay fields. Um, maybe the hay fields, if there's fence around them, could be uh, grazed off rather than uh, cut and baled in the meantime, uh, just to kind of help reduce those feed costs this summer. We talked about feed costs for the summer. What about feed for the fall? Any way to prolong what we've got out there? Um, well, yeah. I mean, one of the things we can do is if we haven't looked at the herd and figured out who has not had a calf this spring, so they're not bringing you a paycheck this fall, um, maybe they need to get a career change and uh, get sold, get called. Because if you look at it, call prices are really high right now. And, 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 you know, there could be some money made there off of selling those that don't have a calf at their side. So they're no longer eating feed out there that can be used in for the cattle that do have feed. Um, the other thing we can look at doing is uh, early weaning of calves. Um, we do know that um, if we early wean those calves uh, from the cows, uh, we can reduce the quality of the feed that mama needs because she doesn't have to produce milk for the babies and it's actually uh, there's some feed savings there uh, rather than converting that feed into milk through the cow um, feeding her for what her nutritional needs are as a dry cow and then uh, feeding those calves for a you know kind of a reasonable rate of gain as, as a wean calf um, it does also provide the uh, producers the opportunity then to get those calves weaned in preconditioned and maybe if you need to because of your feed situation those calves could be ready to be sold earlier than you normally would um, further reducing feed needs um, some of those kinds of things and um, cows could also be pregnancy checked a little earlier um, you know work with your vet to know how, how early it would be safe to be pregnancy checking and we can do that earlier with ultrasound and we uh, can do it with some of the other methods and and uh, anybody that's not bred not going to have a calf next spring maybe they need a career change too and 
you know, um, sell them and, and with them high cow cow prices. Um, but I would also look at starting to look at the feed inventory that you have and calculating what feed inventory you're going to need um, and test the feeds, know what quality they are. Once we know what quality they are, we can better categorize how we can use them. Um, where they best fit for the differing nutritional needs over time as they get closer to calving or right when they're dry. Um, and if the drought and dry conditions continue on, typically what we see is feed prices will continue to increase. So you'd be better off at this time to um, start looking for hay um, and getting that, you know, if you intend to keep uh, cows. Some folks say, well, I'm going to only keep as many cows as I got feed for already. Others say, well, I've got really good cows. And I want to stay in the beef business, so I'm willing to, to purchase some extra feed to hang on to my good cows. The, the answer is not the same, going to be the same for everybody. Um, and the other thing that we've got coming up is, that, you know, there's opportunities for use of corn silage. Uh, we may have some fields in some areas that didn't get rain. It's not great corn. It's not going to be great uh, grain corn, but we can certainly uh, watch that, chop it at the correct moisture, and, and utilize that as feed for the cattle as well. So there's a lot of different things that... That we can do and it's really a case of uh, folks sitting down and looking at their own situation and uh, maybe putting some things down on uh, a paper with a pencil so you can can see them side by side to look at what the options are and with the early weaning does that kind of give us a better picture of what that cow is actually performing another tool to use and see if that cow is doing her job it certainly can you know we We've been encouraging uh, for a while. We've been kind of encouraging a little stronger here lately to folks to get a scale uh, and weigh their calves, weigh their cattle. Um, that helps you know. But, you know, when you're weighing calves, don't forget to look at when the calf's birthday was too because, um, you know, if it's a quite a bit older calf versus a quite a bit younger one, that may not necessarily be fair unless you take into account the age of those calves when we're doing some early weaning. But it, sir, it sure can help looking at who's you know who's growing good cows and who's lazy and, and keeping more of the feed on their own back rather than feeding their calf. So is that the value in keeping records? Yeah that's one of the values in keeping records certainly is looking at who's you know who's producing those heavy calves you know relative to birthday and, and, and who's who's being lazy. Body condition score can also help at this time of the year to know what what supplementation might be needed so well, a few tips to keep that cattle herd going. And all I can say is we need to hope for some more rain. And that was Bill Halfman, UW Extension Beef Outreach Specialist. And I'm Jill Welke from the northern end of the world's longest barn here in Eau Claire. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. At Bergstrom Automotive, we have a non-commissioned sales team, which is a polite way to say we don't really care whether you buy a practical Equinox, the rugged Silverado, or the speedy new Corvette. You've been told no before? Join the Bergstrom Automotive family for the yes. At Bergstrom Automotive, we teach our people to take no out of the vocabulary. Is no in your vocabulary? Uh, no. No isn't a thing at Bergstrom Automotive. Join the Bergstrom Automotive family for the yes. Join the Bergstrom. Goodman's Jewelers has been providing sparkle to Madison since 1933. That's a lot of great memories. John Hayes for Goodman's Jewelers. 
We've been caring for generations of customers, and during that time, our strengths have been trust, service, and selection. Those traits are who we are, and that will never change. Goodman's Jewelers, a destination worth reaching. 220 State Street, goodmansjewelers.com. The best is at Goodman's. Ew, gotta get rid of this old Backstreet Boys t-shirt. Tell me why. Because it stinks, boys. Tell me why. I've washed it so many times, but the odor won't come out. Tell me why. No, you tell me why I can't get rid of this odor. Have you tried new Downy Rinse and Refresh? It doesn't just cover up odors. It helps remove them. Wow, it worked, guys. Yeah. Downy Rinse and Refresh removes more odor in one wash than the leading value detergent in three washes. Find it wherever you buy laundry products. Sweet Metal Roofing customers choose us because they don't want to worry about their roof anymore. There's no curling, it won't blow off, and you won't find granules in your gutters. It's one and done. It is the last roof you'll ever need. I'm Mike. And Mary Sweeta. Enjoy the long-lasting architectural strength and beauty of a Sweeta metal roof. S-W-I-T-A metalroofing.com. Sweeta metal roofing, the last roof you'll ever need. Being with you makes us happy as pigs in mud. This is the Midwest Farm Report. Welcome back on a Wednesday morning, everybody. I'm Charity Seebecker in for Farm Director Pam Yonke. And it is time for your Compure Financial Egg Weather Update. Compure Financial, your financial partner committed to agriculture and rural America. Egg meteorologist Sue Muck is joining us. Stu, it was a beautiful day at the State Fair for me yesterday. Is that going to stay that way for the next few days? Well, it stays pretty decent, Charity. I mean, temperatures in the 80s, still around the normal level or a bit above. A little rain did fall yesterday over in Sheboygan County and down the lakeshore. Oh, about quarter-inch amounts in most places being reported. Not a big deal. Today, a weak cool front tries dropping in from the northwest. That cool front way off in northern parts of Minnesota and North Dakota. Not a lot of rain out ahead of it. A little scattered activity in southeast North Dakota. We look to the next low building in from the west as, as well. To rain in western Iowa, northwest Missouri, down into Kansas. Now that activity could very well push to northeast Iowa yet by late today and maybe into southern Wisconsin. I think some chance for a very scattered shower uh, does exist, especially around tonight, uh, just late tonight. Showers, maybe an isolated thunderstorm. That frontal boundary, though, will become a little stationary in Wisconsin. The next stronger system building out of the west could later Thursday into Thursday night or Friday lead to some scattered showers, maybe a thunderstorm developing. Not a whole lot of rain, no meaningful rain, I've heard it called. A tenth of an inch or two now and again. We could talk about maybe a quarter inch by Friday or Friday night and then back to some sunshine and still holding on to those more normal temperatures in the 80s even as we make our way through the weekend later sunday into early next week another small chance of a little hit or miss rain nothing that really is going to add up to a great measure no big promises of rain that make a huge difference in terms of dry soil conditions or something that's really going to perk up the crops once again but at least some small chances of rain that's exactly what we have in store and they'll be here on and off uh, even on toward tonight then on toward Friday or by late in the weekend into early next week and throughout some pretty summery type weather continues as we look at those highs 
at their coolest in the very low 80s or upper 70s, especially eastern Wisconsin may see an upper 70 a couple of times here toward the weekend. The rest of us in the 80s sounding pretty nice and uh, good, at least for August, as we head toward this mid part of August and what's going to be the wrap up of the Wisconsin State Fair. I'll have our forecast details right after this. Here's an idea. How about saying thank you? With a Bavaria Sausage gift card. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee here for Judy and the crew at Bavaria Sausage. Open Monday through Friday, 9 until 5, corner of Nevsbit Road, Fitch Rotor Road in Fitchburg. Online, open 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. BavariaSausage.com. Seriously, stop and think about those people in your life that you'd just like to say thank you. Maybe it's a brand new neighbor. You want to welcome them to Wisconsin. Maybe it's a caregiver. How about maybe that realtor that helped you get your new forever home or the movers that helped you get into the new forever home? You understand what I mean. And remember, with a Bavaria Sausage gift card, literally you can thank people across state lines around the world, and they'll all appreciate and enjoy that real, authentic German old world flavor that you're only going to find at Bavaria Sausage. So say thank you today with a Bavaria Sausage gift card, BavariaSausage.com. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. You may know Rural Mutual Insurance as the number one farm insurer, but did you know they also offer competitive home, auto, business, and life insurance? They make it convenient to bundle your insurance while saving you time and money. Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Welcome back, everybody. It's Charity here with Ag Meteorologist Sumak for your Compere Financial Ag Weather Update. Compere Financial, your financial partner, committed to agriculture and rural America. Sue, how about that weather forecast? All right, Charity. Well, we talk about some sunshine today, but a few more clouds develop and we do expect a bit of a rain chance in western Wisconsin could be late afternoon, four or five o'clock, late in the night for the rest of us, you know, a tenth of an inch or so about all the possibility we'll see. Otherwise, today still sounds like summer, probably in the, call it mid-80s, you know, 84 to 86. Southwest winds become west about five to ten. That weak front drops in. Call it partly cloudy overnight with that very small chance of a shower or storm. Low 60s in the night with the southwest winds becoming northwest at 5 to 10. A sunny day Thursday, a beauty in the very low 80s, maybe an upper 70 in some parts of central or eastern Wisconsin. The northwest winds about 5 to 10. It's Friday that we start out mostly sunny, but there is that chance of a very scattered shower or a thunderstorm, especially heading toward midday or afternoon in the west, late afternoon, evening further east, maybe a couple of tenths of an inch if we're lucky Friday or Friday night, but back up into the 80s, maybe even a mid-80 in the west and south, south and southwest winds at 5 to 15. The sunshine returns for Saturday and Sunday, Charity, uh, mid-80s, low 80s, Saturday, Sunday getting cooler, and maybe a little rain chance just to start next Next week, but as I said, you know, no measurable, really meaningful rains coming out of this, but some hit or miss activity to make you think about your plans now and again. So speaking of that, you know, necessarily meaningful, any tips for farmers, even those with gardens, to kind of beat that dry weather? Well, if you hopefully been doing some composting, hopefully if you can on a garden, keeping things watered. 
And for the rest of us, all we've got to do is keep hoping Mother Nature comes through one of these days. <laughs> Actually, I'll keep crossing my fingers for all of us. Once again, that was Stu Muck, your ag meteorologist, here for your Compere Financial Ag Weather Update. Compere Financial, your financial partner committed to agriculture. Stick around with me on this Wednesday morning. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. What BioVet does, and where the livestock producer gets their benefit, is our technology helps them with the things that they sometimes don't even know they're missing out on. Not just worrying about animals when they're sick, but trying to keep them as healthy and happy as possible as well. I'm Dr. Bill Zimmer, founder of BioVet. Microbials and nutritional support, that's BioVet. Learn more at bio-vet.com. You can rely on Blaine's Farm and Fleet for the best prices on products that deliver. Like Laren, two and a half ton floor jacks with case, just $64.99. Stock up on five gallon pails of Valvoline Premium Blue 15W40 oil, $81.99 after $25 mail-in rebate. Take $25 off Kurt trailer hitches, bike rack hitches, and special order hitches. And remember, we install all hitches for your convenience. And save on one-gallon jugs of Blaine's Farm and Fleet antifreeze on sale $10.79. We get it. You need the most durable truck and a return on it, too. That's why Ewald Chevrolet Buick is your certified agriculture dealer. With your purchase, receive AgPack at no additional cost to you. A package of farm and ranch discounts with savings up to $30,000. Right now. Now, finance a new 2023 Silverado TurboMax or select heavy-duty models for just 1.9%. Find new roads at EwaldChevroletBuick.com. On select models with approved credit. See dealer for details. Huh. Nice. Hardwood floor. Or is it? Sounds like a floor. It's not squishy. That's good. Floors aren't supposed to squish. Goes wall to wall, like good floors do. And I'm walking all over it. Usually, a dead giveaway that it's a floor. But it's not a floor. This is a mattress. Charlie Heidel's for 52 days. People like Charlie are scattered all across Dane County. And because the need is there, so are we. This year, we'll supply nearly $400,000 in bedding, furniture, clothing, and household items to people like Charlie. Just one part of the more than $1.4 million in food, shelter, and other goods and services we provide. We're St. Vincent de Paul, helping our neighbors in need. You can't change the price of gas or groceries, but you can change the amount of your energy bill. Benjamin Plumbing is now a certified dealer of Renai tankless water heaters the number one tankless water heater in North America. They're up to 40% more energy efficient and provide endless hot water. Stop wasting tons of energy keeping 40, 50, even 75 gallons of water hot day and night with your old water heater. Call Benjamin Plumbing today and learn more about the new state-of-the-art energy-efficient Renai tankless water heaters, including a factory extended warranty. Save money with endless hot water for your home with a new Renai water heater from Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses, I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. 
pest control? You've got a guy for that. Car repairs? You probably have a guy for that as well. For someone to custom design a unique piece of jewelry for you, or help your current pieces look sparkling fresh? That needs to be William Thomas Custom Jewelry. Affordable and local. William Thomas Custom Jewelry will help you create a desirable, one-of-a-kind piece that you'll be proud to wear for years to come. William Thomas Custom Jewelry. Your inspiration, your custom jeweler. How is it that we can have smokers lines without ever smoking? A skincare minute with skincare expert, Michelle Neeson. Smokers or lip lines can occur not only because of smoking, but other factors, such as talking, drinking from a straw, genetics, and age-related fat loss. The most simple and effective treatment for this problem is a combination of dermal fillers such as Juvederm, which can smooth and fill those fine lines as well as hydrate the lips. Also, a neuromodulator such as Botox can be used in small amounts to relax those pursing muscles. At Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie, this treatment results in a natural, more youthful appearance of the mouth and often lasts a year or longer. Let your natural beauty shine through. Visit us at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. Tim Anderson got slapped, Rowdy. Oh, he got slapped. Hit him with the right hook. Anderson went down. He took a little nappy poo. Rowdy, what a fight. Better than the Jake Paul Nate Diaz fight, by the way. As, uh, let's see here, uh, Ramirez, Jose Ramirez dropped Chicago's shortstop Tim Anderson. But first, Tim Anderson dropped his gloves. He squared up immediately. So, how this all started, actually, it was Jose Ramirez put one down the right field line. Yep. Comes sliding into second base. Head first. Slid halfway over second base. Didn't like how Tim Anderson tagged him. Popped him on his head. And then that's when they started jawing. And then that's when Tim Anderson... Immediately threw his glove off. Yeah, in hockey, that would be called dropping the gloves like or Tim, dropping the mitts. Tim Anderson dropped his glove immediately. Right when Jose Ramirez said something, Anderson immediately put his glove down and he squared up. I'll say this from the just watching it. Tim Anderson looked like he had better boxing technique or knew what he was doing more than Jose Reyes, who was literally getting held from behind, head down, just flinging wildly. But yeah, Ramirez connected, though. Ramirez is the only one that truly connected, and he, he hit him right on the button and dropped him. Yep, and Anderson, he slept for a little bit. It was very quick. He got back up, and when he tried to keep John and fight again, he had two guys hold him up, and he kept, like, stumbling. It was like a like a baby deer, like a like Bambi was just born, like a fawn just came out, like, stumbling a little bit. <laughs> Corey and Marshall message, and he goes, what's funny about that fight is that the guy who is actually in the right form is the one who gets KO'd. Yeah, <laughs> and it, yeah 100%. I bet if you took uh, Jose Ramirez and Tim Anderson to a boxing gym or a class, I bet Tim Anderson would look a lot better. But uh, the wild flinging hook of uh, Ramirez landed. Yeah. Overall, I actually don't even really get what they were fighting about. Uh, I, didn't Ramirez, think the, I didn't think the tag looked that Ramirez bad. Ramirez took... Uh, insult to how he tagged his head too hard. I get that, but honestly, with the naked eye watching it, it didn't look that bad. The Ramirez draw it, and then it's like Tim Anderson never even had a glove on. He the glove was off in like a millisecond, and he squared up immediately. Now I saw like the it was awesome. There was a couple of questions for Jose Ramirez after the game where he made some comments and. 
from watching that and listening to that, it almost sounded like uh, Ramirez, this was like a long-standing oh, yeah. thing with how Tim Anderson had done some things in the past or how you know he had tagged in the past. But honestly, from that game, I didn't think the tag looked that bad. Here's the, uh, I have a, the play-by-play of it. Take a listen right here. Double, right over the bag at first. Now Hosey and Anderson square off. They're fighting. They're swinging. Down goes Anderson. Down goes Anderson. <laughs> and then the bench is clear. The, the best part about that, though. First slide. Hosey never gets upset about anything. They came up chewing. Anderson squared off. It's a five to one Chicago lead, but everybody from the dugouts and the bullpens congregated around second base. You never see Jose Ramirez get upset like that. And Tim Anderson was on the wrong side of that punch. I just like how all the videos, obviously, when you watch it, when it starts. The ump is right there trying to to break it up as they're ch- jawing at he each other. He leaves immediately. And Anderson just throws the glove down, and it's like, come on. Yeah. And I love how the ref just gets out of the way. Yeah, he's, and like, lets him go. he's like, I'm out of here. He's like, I'm out of here. I'm done. This is not for me. Let it go. And then all of a sudden, like Anderson, as Rowdy said, if you had a straight-up boxing match, I bet you Anderson would win. Jose Ramirez, he was, like, flailing wildly and just connected on this crazy so right hook. I'm going to take it you found the... Cleveland broadcast where the guy is saying it takes a lot to get Jose Ramirez upset. I've actually never heard anybody say like Jose Ramirez is some angry D bag that everyone hates. (laughs) Most people do like him, but I didn't think the tag looked that bad. I almost feel like it's probably frustrations from the White Sox and the Guardians because both teams were expected to be better than what they've played at this year. And I think it was just a, a long over the long haul of little things here when they've played, little things there that <laughs> that it just exploded. Because personally, I didn't think the oh, tag looks that bad. Down, but yeah, that. it definitely. And then how about the White Sox manager? Bringing home the bacon. Literally, this is the Midwest Farm Report. Welcome back. I'm Charity Stevecker. Happy to be with you this Wednesday morning. Coming up later, farm team member Stephanie Hoff chats with Ann Schultz, the coordinator for the Dairy Promotion Board. But first, Ham talks with Ashley Hewen from the Steffes Group. It's a Wednesday. That means it's time for us to catch up with our friends at the Steffes Group. That's S-T-E-F-F-E-S group.com. By now, you should be spelling it with me. And, of course, remember, if you uh, don't find what you need on their website, which I highly doubt, you can always pick up the phone and talk to somebody in their office. That number, 800-726-8609, 800-726-8609. Ashley Hewn from the Steffes Group along with us on the road as usual. And I can't, you know, we talk about how busy it is when you've got kids in sports or kids with county fairs or a combination thereof. How many nights do you actually get to spend home with the aggressive schedule you guys have at Steffes? Yeah, sometimes it's a fair bit of traveling. You know, just like last week, we did three different county fair auctions. So, you know, a lot of us from Steffes that are auctioneers and stuff, we like to give back to the FFAs and 4-Hs. So we have a good time with uh, the market auctions. It's staying very busy for you for the rest of August. Give people a few of the highlights 
from the stats you gathered off the website? Yeah, so just 50 auctions in August to conduct yet through the end of the month. And then then there's another 52 booked for September. Uh, We got 5,000 acres to sell here in the next three weeks. So it it is super busy. We've got some really good sales coming up. Uh, We've got, of course, kibble equipment. So a a nice line of John Deere equipment coming up on the 23rd of August and, and just just a lot of late model equipment going to get sold here before harvest. Well, and this is, people have to understand, this is an excellent time for people that are maybe second-guessing how well a tractor is going to perform or a combine is going to perform or you want to add on a, another grain buggy. This is the time when that kind of business really picks up. Yeah, really, and I'm, I'm having a lot of conversation with farmers right now that are looking to update either a four-wheel drive or a combine or a, uh, piece of tillage tool just for this harvest and and my message to them and would be to everybody else is get something bought and then come back to us in november december and sell it because the market's always good yeah fourth quarter right and you know the other thing we talk about those those very specific items the combine the tractor but you guys also have an awful lot of options when it comes to moving that grain off the farm a lot of different semi trucks and and uh, grain combinations to kind of keep things moving if you feel like this harvest is going to turn out maybe better than you originally thought. Yeah, you know, and and we always tell guys to sell stuff when it's in season, too, so it never fails this time of the year. Every every truck and wagon kind of come out of the woodwork to get sold right before (laughs) harvest because it's a good market. And it doesn't take too long for those uh, items to get listed. I mean, although we tease about how much you're on the road, Ashley, you, it's not just you alone. You've got a lot of trained professionals. If you've got something you want it to get moved, they can fan out and, and be there fast. Oh, yeah. You know, all of our reps live and work in their hometowns, and, and you know, not everybody reports to an office. So, And then, you know, you talk about the two sales every month, so you're never – two to three weeks away from the next auction. Excellent. Again, like we said, busy, busy time. Another 50 auctions left to go just in the month of August. That's Ashley Hewn from the Steffes Group joining us today. Go to their website if you want to see it all. You can pull up a map on where all their auctions are physically. You can pull up a calendar to see what's coming next, or you can just uh, shop along. And don't forget, they have that app that's available you can download to keep track of something that you might be interested in. That's steffesgroup.com, S-T-E-F-F-E-S group.com, or pick up the phone and call them, 800-726-8609. That's 800-726-8609. Ashley Hewn with the Steffes Group. Here's an idea. How about saying thank you with a Bavaria Sausage gift card? Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee here for Judy and the crew at Bavaria Sausage. Open Monday through Friday, 9 until 5, corner of Nesbitt Road, Fitchroder Road in Fitchburg. Online, open 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, BavariaSausage.com. Seriously, stop and think about those people in your life that you'd just like to say thank you. Maybe it's a brand new neighbor you want to welcome them to Wisconsin. Maybe it's a caregiver. How about maybe that realtor that helped you get your new forever home or the movers that helped you get into the new forever home? You understand what I mean. And remember, with a Bavaria Sausage gift card, literally you can thank people across state lines around the world, and they'll all appreciate and enjoy that real, authentic German old world flavor that you're only going to find at Bavaria Sausage. So say thank you today with a Bavaria Sausage gift card, BavariaSausage.com. 
Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. What BioVet does and where the livestock producer gets their benefit is our technology helps them with the things that they sometimes don't even know they're missing out on. Not just worrying about animals when they're sick, but trying to keep them as healthy and happy as possible as well. I'm Dr. Bill Zimmer, founder of BioVet. Microbials and nutritional support, that's BioVet. Learn more at bio-vet.com. Welcome back. I'm Charity Seebecker. Happy to be with you this Wednesday morning. The Hunger Task Force, Milwaukee's free and local food bank and Wisconsin's anti-hunger leader, provides a safety net of healthy and culturally appropriate food for 75,000 people each month. A unique program within the organization includes a 208-acre urban farm, which grows 500,000 pounds of fresh fruit and vegetables for local kids, families, and seniors facing hunger. The farm is supported by 5,000 volunteers and equipment from their local Kubota dealer. They are the finalists in the Kubota Hometown Proud Grant Contest. If they win, the grant will help them to purchase much-needed equipment for the farm, specifically a greens harvester to boost distribution capacity of healthy greens by 600%. Hunger Task Force will also be able to purchase a corn harvester and produce bin washer. You can help our friends at the Hunger Task Force by going to KubotaHometownProud.com and voting for them. You can use any and all email addresses that you have every day. The deadline to vote is August 14th. Now let's take a look at our markets. From Chicago, cash corn is trading at 487, up one and three quarters. December 23, new crop corn is trading at five and three quarters, up two cents. Cash soybeans are trading at 13.63 and a half. That's up 10 cents. And November 23 new crop beans are trading at 13.17, up 11 cents. September 23 wheat is trading at 6.50 and a quarter, down 6 cents. September class 3 milk contract is trading at 17.96, down a penny. And October milk is trading at 18.26, up 3 cents. Barrel cheese had no change and closed yesterday at $1.80. 40-pound block cheese also had no change and closed at $1.96 and a half. And the AA butter had no change and closed at 265. Coming up, we've got an update from the Wisconsin State Fair Dairy Promotion Board. Stick around. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Who was your hero when you were a kid? Neil Armstrong or Louis Armstrong? Roberto Clemente or Walter Cronkite? Rosa Parks or Sally Ride? You're the right age to do something you can be remembered for. Register to become an organ and tissue donor. Even if you're in your 50s, 60s, 70s or beyond, any age is the right age to donate the gift of life. Learn how at organdonor.gov or call 1-866-99-DONATE. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. 
How is it that we can have smokers' lines without ever smoking? A skincare minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. Smokers or lip lines can occur not only because of smoking, but other factors, such as talking, drinking from a straw, genetics, and age-related fat loss. The most simple and effective treatment for this problem is a combination of dermal fillers such as Juvederm, which can smooth and fill those fine lines as well as hydrate the lips. Also, a neuromodulator such as Botox can be used in small amounts to relax those pursing muscles. At Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie, this treatment results in a natural, more youthful appearance of the mouth and often lasts a year or longer. Let your natural beauty shine through. Visit us at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. For all of you that had your first date riding around the field in a tractor cab, this is the Midwest Farm Report. Welcome back. It's Charity Seebecker here rounding out the farm show with you on this Wednesday morning. Farm team member Stephanie Hoff has an update from the Wisconsin State Fair Dairy Promotion Board. Take it away, Stephanie. If you've ever enjoyed a grilled cheese sandwich or a chocolate shake from the Wisconsin Products Pavilion at the State Fair, then you've helped make an impact in dairy education. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. The Wisconsin State Fair Dairy Promotion Board raises funds during the fair, and it all goes back into giving fairgoers an agricultural experience. Ann Schulz is the coordinator for the Dairy Promotion Board. She tells me all about the programs they have going on during the 11 days of the Wisconsin State Fair. Yeah, so our board is volunteer-based. Everything that we do here, all the funds that we raise, stays at the fair. So we are reinvesting the money raised at the auction, and also we have the Real Wisconsin Cheese Grill and the Dairyland Shake Shop in the Wisconsin Products Pavilion. And so all those profits are reinvested into dairy promotion and education at the fair. So the biggest ways that we do that is through Dairy Lane, which is our interactive dairy education exhibit in the Lower Cattle Barn. And we also do daily milking demonstrations of dairy cows and dairy goats throughout the 11 days of the Wisconsin State Fair. We also give some scholarships to youth pursuing careers in the dairy industry. So this year at the Dairy Products Auction, we're gonna be recognizing our three recipients. Now, how much money do you usually bring in? Yeah, so um, every year it can depend on what types of cheese we're selling, you know, the cheese makers that are coming and the buyers that are coming, but it's usually over $50,000 that we can raise for dairy promotion and education at the fair. Is that at the auction alone or during the entire state fair? That's at the auction alone. Well, now factor in the shake shop and the grilled cheese stand, and, and what are we talking on average? It can be a very successful year for us. We hope to bring in over 100000 a year. So we hope for good crowds at the fair. We hope for hungry people to come eat grilled cheese, and we hope for happy cheesemakers and happy supporters at the auction to bid high and bid often. Over $100,000 during the Wisconsin State Fair that goes back into education and programming at State Fair. How many shakes are you selling usually? <laughs> We're having a really good year this year. We've had beautiful weather and beautiful crowds and we've hit a thousand shakes a day a few times which is always our goal. What about grilled cheese? <laughs> oh you know if a really busy day in the grilled cheese stand we'll sell over 6,000 sandwiches. Is that surprising? People can make grilled cheese at home, so why are why do they want it at State Fair? Oh, you know, it's it's one of those things that's just a State Fair staple. You know, you come to the Wisconsin Products Pavilion, and people will wait in line 20, 30 minutes for a grilled cheese. Just They're so good, real Wisconsin cheese, real Wisconsin butter, and we have family-friendly and budget-friendly pricing at $4 a sandwich. You mentioned this is an all-volunteer organization. How has it been getting the bodies you need to run 
the shake shop, the grilled cheese stand, and to help out at the auction? Yeah, so we really rely on volunteers a lot um, for the Dairy Lane exhibit. Um, that is all volunteer-based to support over there. So, you know, we're relying on FFA groups, um, local dairy promotion groups. We have a lot of industry um, professionals that come in, veterinarians, um, and that sort of thing that come in and volunteer their time. We have some just people from the community that like coming to the state fair and helping in any capacity that they can. And then we have our volunteer-based board that a lot of times will bring in friends and family and coworkers to come in and, and spend a few hours in Dairy Lane and, and talk to fairgoers about the calves, the cows, the goats, making cheese in Wisconsin. What are some of the anecdotal responses you've gotten from fairgoers after they've gone through Dairy Lane, after they've watched the cow milking demonstration? What are they learning? What are they surprised about? What type of questions are they asking? Yeah, we've had a lot of great questions um, from fairgoers at the milking demonstrations. You know, everything from the super technical to how is milk made to, you know, what is that cow's name? So we have a lot of young audience members that like to ask questions too. But I think a lot of people are, are can be amazed at the size of the animals, but yet the gentleness of the animals, that they are very cal have a very calm demeanor um, and they're very gentle. And our cows especially are very friendly that um, fairgoers can come up and pet after a demonstration. What are the little ones learning, when, and parents, when they walk through Dairy Lane? What are some of those educational facets? Yeah, so we're learning about um, cheese making in Wisconsin. That's a big one. So 90% of Wisconsin milk is made into cheese, um, so that's a big one. They're learning about the art of cheese making. So cheese making in Wisconsin truly is an art. We have um, one of the best cheese making programs in the nation here in Wisconsin um, with our Grandmaster Cheese Making Program. So we have several videos that take people through the cheese making process and introduce you to several of our um, Grandmaster Cheese Makers throughout the state. Uh, they're learning about the breeds of dairy cattle in Dairy Lane, the seven major dairy breeds in Wisconsin, um, and they love coming and petting the calves and seeing the dairy goats as well. Are you reaching a primarily urban audience? It is a largely urban audience just because that's um, primarily the fair audience, right? So um, people might be coming into Fair Lane and this might be their first time seeing a dairy cow or interacting with a dairy calf. Um, and so we really want to get that message out there that milk is a healthy and nutritious product for you and um, fairgoers' families and children to consume. And what's your story in agriculture in Wisconsin State Fair or the fair industry in general? And how did that lead you to head up the Dairy Promotions Board? So I grew up on a dairy farm in southern Sheboygan County, and my husband and I also have a dairy farm in Mayville, Wisconsin. Um, and I grew up a 4-H kid. I came to the fair with my family as a kid and exhibited dairy cattle here as a junior dairy exhibitor. Um, and just always loved coming to the fair. It was always, always a staple of my summer growing up. Um, and so I had been working for a few different agricultural companies and just had a few life changes and life circumstances that I wanted to have more time at home to farm and spend with my kids and um, came across this position with the board that um, allowed me to still work on the farm and be with my kids but yet um, be part of something larger and promoting dairy on this huge level of the Wisconsin State Fair to fairgoers and to the whole state. Why is this something that should be a staple at Wisconsin State Fair, uh, the dairy promotion aspect and investing in those educational experiences for young fairgoers? Well, if you think about the dairy industry in Wisconsin, there's a lot of infrastructure that supports the dairy farmers, right? Producing milk is just one part of it. Well, we have to feed those cows. So we have feed companies supporting dairy farmers. We have nutritionists supporting dairy farmers. Uh, we have veterinarians supporting dairy farmers to keep our cows healthy. That's just 
a fraction of the things on the cow side. So there's a huge business opportunity there to support dairy farmers. Then we have the milk. We have transport companies getting the milk to where it needs to be. We have cheese companies and dairy processors making the milk. And all of these companies are hiring individuals. They're providing employment for Wisconsin's economy. So dairy he has a huge role in the economy of Wisconsin. And it actually means dairy in Wisconsin means more to citrus in Florida or potatoes to Idaho. So it's really our staple in the state what identifies us as America's Dairyland because we have this amazing infrastructure supporting dairy. Um, also you think about the cheese making side. So we make all this milk, right? But we have all these excellent award-winning cheese makers that are taking the milk and making it into a value-added product and winning awards left and right and being recognized as really some of the greatest cheese in the nation and in the world. And those award-winning cheeses will be on the auction block on Thursday evening at the Saz's uh, Pavilion here at Wisconsin State Fair Park. Tell me how many cheeses are auctioned off Again, what's your goal for money to be made? Yeah, so we auction off all of the blue ribbon winners from the Dairy Products Contest. So there are about 30 classes for cheese, and then we have about 20 classes for dairy products. So that includes fluid milk, butter, custard, yogurt, and sour cream. Um, so we auction off all of those winners. Um, so there's about 50 items that are sold, and we kind of condense it down into a few less lots. There's about 30 lots that are being sold. Um, but yeah, we're hoping to have um, just a great celebration of Wisconsin cheese and Wisconsin dairy. Um, we have a lot of industries come out that support um, the cheese on the cheesemaker side, packagers, transportation, storage, all that kind of stuff that, you know, maybe you and I as consumers, we don't think about what it all took to get that cheese to our grocery store. But like I said before, there's this huge infrastructure of support that um, a lot of those key players in Wisconsin are coming out to the auction and um, just networking and having a great celebration of Wisconsin cheesemakers. Were there any new classes this year? There were a few new classes this year, so we added a class for shredded cheese and crumbled cheese. I'll certainly be looking forward to seeing what these cheeses go for in the Blue Ribbon Dairy Products Auction happening Thursday at Wisconsin State Fair Park. And Scholl's along with us, the coordinator with the Wisconsin State Fair Dairy Promotion Board. They operate the Grilled Cheese Stand, Dairyland Shake Shop, and the upcoming dairy products auction. The money all goes back into the fair in the form of scholarships, milking demonstrations, and the Dairy Lane exhibit. From Wisconsin State Fair Park in West Dallas, I'm Stephanie.